Welcome to the Stand Strong Podcast. My name is Carrie Stoker. I'm a certified life coach, and I help Latter-day Saint women strengthen their family relationships. That's why I've named this Stand Strong. When you have a child who struggles with mental illness, there are all kinds of challenges that are involved in your family and among the relationships there. And I can show you through scripture and stories how to navigate this challenging road. So my high school age daughter Mallory comes home from school with these big old scratches under her eyes. And it's not the first time either. She's had bruises, bumps, sometimes a little less hair on her head. Her first comments were, when I saw her come in this way, and she could see how I was looking at her, her first comments were, she didn't mean to. See, Mallory works with children who have autism. And at the time, she was working at a grade school that had a classroom for kids with autism. And she says that she would walk into that classroom every day, just loving them, no matter what they do, every day. They don't understand, she tells me. They process information differently than a typical child. So this is one of the closest examples to loving no matter what that I can think of. And I asked her once, okay, what if you thought about your peers in high school, like in your math class? What if you thought about them in a similar way? And, and she responded, she said, uh, I tried it, mom, and it's really hard. <laughs> Like, what if you walked into a room with a bunch of people and could be your family, could be others, and you just think, I love everyone here. They're doing the best they know how. And if they throw verbal punches at me or they say they hate me, I'm not going to make it mean anything about me. It will just be because of what's going on for them. So I've tried this too. and. It is a challenge to do that. What I want to say next um, has to do with how God loves us and how he loves us 100%. He does, no matter what we do. Elder Detog Christofferson, a member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, said in General Conference in October of 2021, he said, Our Heavenly Father loves us profoundly and perfectly. God's love is all-embracing, end quote. So God is almighty. He's all-powerful. He's all-knowing, and he is all-loving. We don't comprehend this. We're mortals. Like, our brain has, does not have the, the capacity to have such love. Because we just don't have the power and the ability. But God does. He has that power and that ability. He is almighty. He can love his children 100%. And you know what? There's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing we can do or say or not do 
that will change that. He will love us 100%. Also in General Conference of October of 2021, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland said, quote, The first great truth in the universe is that God loves us wholeheartedly, without reservation or compromise, with all his heart, might, mind, and strength. End of quote. So, knowing that, and we have prophets that confirm it, and scriptures that confirm it, that say that God loves 100%, there's nothing we can do about it. This is my take on it. We just have to believe it. We just have to accept and believe that great eternal truth that He loves us 100%. So, it might help to just take a minute, like 60 full seconds, and allow yourself to just believe it. I am loved 100% by God, and nothing that I do will ever change that. So just for a minute, you know, just, just pause and allow yourself to believe that God loves 100% me, you every person on this earth that ever has been, that ever will be, that exists. He loves us as his children 100%. It's kind of like trying to believe that there is such a thing as eternal existence. It's like trying to wrap your mind around infinity. (laughs) It's just, have you ever been there? Like you're trying to think like, what does that mean? Like infinity, it never, there's no beginning, there's no end. Our minds are finite, and we have a hard time figuring that out. And so I've just decided, like, I'm just going to believe it. Just going to believe there's such a thing as infinity. I can't figure it out. That's how this is with God loving us 100%. He is capable of doing it because he is all-powerful. He is almighty. He can do it. So it does make a difference to understand this. Same general conference, October of 2021, Sister Susan Porter said, When you understand how completely you are loved as a child of God, it changes everything. It changes the way you feel about yourself when you make mistakes. It changes your view of others and your capacity to make a difference. That's the end of the quote. So not long ago, before my podcast um, episodes were published, I was praying one night, and I had just taught a group of women about how God loves us 100%, no matter what we do or didn't do. And I was thinking about how I put off this um, podcast, like creating it and publishing it. It was something that I had felt impressed to do many months ago. And so while I'm praying and really wanting to believe that God loved me 100%, I started asking about the podcast that I hadn't published yet and wondering what God thought about me being slow to accomplish this work. And I had these judgments about being slow and not doing it the right way or the speed or whatever I was supposed to be doing it. So this is kind of what was going on in my head. And so for a moment, I considered how unwavering God's love is. So I just considered that. So my typical words of, 
yes, I know I haven't quite got that thing out there in the world and I'm working on it, Lord. So that kind of wording changed when I paused and thought to something more like this. God, how do you feel about me and the podcast I haven't published yet? When I rephrased it and started thinking in those terms, the reassurance came that God loved me 100% and that my actions, or in this case, inactions, wouldn't be what God used as an indication as to whether he would love me or not. I got another sense of, of the podcast and what it was for, and it was going to really bless my life. And so this wasn't about like, if you, you'll do this if you love me. It wasn't like that. It was more like, this is going to be a blessing to you, Carrie. So put it out there. And I love you 100%. Now, are there higher levels of love? Yes, the scriptures indicate that there are. That God pours out his love on those that are obedient and um, love him and follow his commandments. So there are higher levels of love. And there are, as President Russell M. Nelson puts it, quote, certain divine blessings stemming from that higher love. But divine love is infinite and universal. God loves both saints and sinners. So there are different levels of love, and and let's acknowledge that. But that is different than having God love us 100%. So this brings me to another term that I believe we need to give more thought to, and that is unconditional love. It's something that we strive for. It's like being perfect. We're trying to do that. But I believe that only God is capable of that kind of love, that kind of divine love that is unconditional. I often hear people say, okay, and sometimes I've said it too, that we need to love unconditionally. We need to love unconditionally our neighbors and our family. We need to love that disobedient child. We need to love the bishop that keeps urging your bipolar teenager son to serve a mission when you know that it's just not the right timing. And it may never be the right timing. And yet you have uh, these thoughts and judgments about the bishop. Uh, you need to love the school teacher that brings an opposing political view into their classroom, and you feel like it's inappropriate for them to do that. Our efforts to love more will always be rewarded with more love in our hearts, which feels really, really good. So taking the effort to love more, yes, but thinking that there's this place we can get to where we unconditionally love people, I I don't know. I don't think so. And I think it's really valuable to just stop and think about that. Am I striving for unconditional love? Hmm, I'm just striving for more love. And I'm going to get there. I'm going to get a little bit closer. Love is really powerful. It changes relationships. Besides, it feels really good to love. Have you noticed <laughs> when you really loved someone and you just hold that space of love for somebody, that is a really comfortable feeling. Most of us really want to get there. It draws us closer to Christ. And we can continually increase our capacity to love. When I quieten my mind during my prayer about the podcast, 
I received a new understanding about how God felt about me. My thoughts shifted, and my brain now got created about the next steps to take. I was excited about it. I was eager to claim the promised blessings from publishing the podcast. As Alma puts it in chapter 32, The seed now planted in my heart started to swell and enlarge my soul. That's what it felt like. I felt like, ah, oh, this is exciting. I'm going to do some experimentation on this. And I wonder what actions might change for you when you stop and allow yourself to believe even for just 30 seconds that you are loved 100% by the Lord. And then ask the Lord his take on the situation. It changed it for me. See, my my actions up until then were like putting it off, drama about um, trying to figure out all the technical stuff about the podcasting, publishing it and getting it out there into the world and all of that. So when I when I sat with that feeling that God loves me 100%, whether or not I do the podcast, my whole course of action changed. And that's the beauty of it. That's the magic. Letting more of God's love into our hearts. Currently, my daughter Mallory, the one I told you about earlier, she's working for an autism center in Utah as a behavioral tech. So she called me one day so excited about meeting a new young client with autism. And she could hardly keep herself contained. She smiled ear to ear, telling me about how the child responded so well to her being in the home, how she felt this connection, how she intuitively understood some needs. And she got creative about how she was going to help and teach this young child. Was she likely to get her hair pulled or her leg kicked? Probably, (laughs) but that didn't impact how immediately and deeply she loved this child. Now, understanding God's capacity to love 100% is so important here, and also understanding that we can increase our love for people, especially for those that seem to be, that we seem to be in such a tough relationship with right now. It's just good news. It's good news to know that we can do something about that. And it has to do with the way we think about people. Now, think about my daughter and how she thinks about these children who have autism. Man, she just loves them. And because she walks in to a situation just feeling it already. It's like, it's what's going on in her mind. And I am going to speak more about that next week. We'll just kind of continue on with this theme of feeling love to explain it more, but it really, it really is important for us to recognize that we can love more and it will make a difference. And also to recognize that God loves us 100% because he has the capacity to do it. And as we believe that, It will be like what Sister Porter said in conference. It changes your view of others and of your capacity to make a difference. If you like the Stand Strong podcast, 
please like and subscribe.